What is up, everybody? And once again, welcome to Sal's podcast. This is the first podcast of 2024. In my notes, I actually named it 120 Podcast only because today is the 20th of January. And um, what better way to start it off with my actual work and what I do? And we're going to talk about the brand a little bit. It's actually going to get a little deep, but um, hopefully I can give you some answers into the reasons of why we respond to stress or or how are the ways that we respond to stress and you know why we do it ultimately um because i think a lot of times we always blame it where they should have thought before they spoke or that's common sense like why would they react like that so we're going to talk about our reactions and ultimately why it happens and i know my main thing was um are our responses in correlation to traumatic events or traumatic situations and the answer we're trying to find is why. So we're going to start it off with mainly talking about stress. And so I got in my notes right here, actually, where I wrote down uh, a few things. And it says that stress results in acute and chronic changes in neurochemical systems and specific brain regions. Uh, I put on my prompt the brain stem. And the reason why I put that is because that's going to be a very important factor of this whole podcast, of the meaning of this whole podcast. So I want to first start with our somatic memory. And so mainly about this whole thing, this is really where we express those changes in our stress response. Because all of this as a whole is long-term changes as growing up from an infant to a child to a toddler to now. So I want you to kind of think that, speaking of toddler, my niece got me this for Christmas. I love her. Anyways, but I want you to kind of think if me as a 24-year-old or you uh, as however old you are right now, if you are still dealing with situations now or responding in a certain way and you don't even know why, imagine how it's affecting an infant or someone younger than you or that little sister, that little cousin or anybody younger than you. So we're going to really dig deeper um, into that. So right now, I just want you to sit and I want you to think of a really overwhelming experience. Just dig real deep. Think about that thing that hurts you. That thing that takes you there. You don't want to be taken there. That real deep, heavy situation or experience that is on your shoulders consciously and unconsciously this thing i know it's kind of hard to go there it is because as humans we don't want to but it's needed so while you're thinking while you're thinking i've been reading this book and a lot of younger people of the generation may not have gotten their hands into it um, but maybe the older people can agree with me. Uh, it's called, I don't know if y'all can see, I don't know how my camera is uh, focusing, but it's called What Happened to You. Uh, it's, it's by Oprah Winfrey, but, uh, also, I guess by Dr. Perry. There's this doctor in here and he's talking about all these different events and why we react to them the way that we react. And so 
in this, they, they mainly talk about these experiences. And this guy came up to him in this therapy session and, and told him about a certain way he responded to something. And in the therapy session, he said, please tell my wife why I acted like that. Please tell her what's wrong with me. Uh, in that moment, he didn't really know. He didn't have the perfect answer, but he could break it down. And I'm going to help you break it down, excuse me, a little bit for you. So he put in this kind of like triangle, triangular diaphragm, right? Diagram, however you want to say it. And he listed cortex at the top. Now, th these are different sections of the brain. Not the main section of the, the, the big part of the brain, but there's like a stem. That's what I'm talking about is that brain stem where we're going to focus on. But he listed the cortex at the top. We went to the limit system next, next under it. Diencephalon comes under that. And then here we are, the brain stem. Right, so in a situation like this, you would think you would start at the cortex at the top. But that's not what it is, so I'm explaining to you a little bit. The cortex is um, where we can tell Tom, uh, where we think, where our creativity comes in, our values, our beliefs. This is the smart area of us, right? So when things are happening and somebody doesn't respond the way you want them to, you're like, why are you responding? Like, don't you have enough sense to know this? No, because that's not how the brain works. The brain, when we respond to a certain stress factor or stimulator, we don't start at the smart part. And I'm, I'm really like neurologically speaking, biologically speaking, psychology speaking. This is a true fact. It does not start at the top. It always works its way from the bottom to the top. And there's really a motivational piece for you. You have to start at the bottom to get to that win that you want. Okay, so even in the brain, for you to even make that out or to even be able to make sense of a situation, you have to start at the at the part where you know nothing. You know nothing yet. So that's the cortex. And then it goes to the limit. That's really your emotion. It's kind of where like the, the memory comes in of it. Uh, then you go to the diencephalon. This is the arousal, the sleep. I would kind of. Maybe explain it as the fight or flight. This is when you really like, oh, shoot. Like, I feel a certain way about this. Let me, then we're going to go up to the limit and then to the cortex, figure out why we're acting like that. Reasoning happens in the cortex. But once again, this all starts at the brain stem. The brain stem is so important because this, this regulates our body temperature uh, respiration, our breathing, it controls that, it controls all cardiac functions, our heart rate, um, heart rhythm, heartbeat. All those factors go into the brainstem, right? So I want you to think of that. We have to start there first. Now, I'm going to say I consider the brainstem as being home. We have to start there before we get to the cortex. And notice that in the brainstem, I didn't say anything about reaction, emotion, feeling, or anything like that, right? So I kind of want you to picture that. Picture that triangular diagram. That's how it starts, right? So when, when the cortex is active, 
we're able to think about our past and what we can do better in the future and what's or what's going to happen in the future. We're able to think about those things. But once again, we have to start at the brainstem. That's just how our brain works. Like That's the function of our brain. It starts at the brain system. So before I get more deeper into this, I want to explain to y'all that give people a little bit of grace. Because it's literally how our brain is set up. So give people a little bit of grace in overwhelming situations or if they didn't respond the way you wanted them to respond. Or if you don't like how they did things a certain way or if you expecting something different out of them. So you hear a lot of times don't expect things, literally don't expect things from people because they they can't in a way can't control of how they react at first because we have to start at the brainstem and the brainstem is the not so smart. Uh, origin of, of of the whole brain or that stem before we get up to the cortex right so we go to this brain stem again it's regulating our temperatures regulating our our breathing this is the only this is all it knows how to do this is literally all it knows how to do so if you really think about that I mean, it's, it's, it's literally organized. It's literally organized to act and feel before we think. Because we don't have that memory. We don't have that emotion. We don't have that feeling. The brainstem, we literally have. You learn it in school. Vision, the taste, touch, smell, hear. So if, if you go back, I told you to really sit into a traumatic experience. Let's give an example of a, of a, a burning house. So if you've ever experienced waking up to a burning house, what, what happens first? You smell the smoke. But if you go to the end of that situation and that journey, it left fear in you. Right? So when you woke up, you smoke you smelled the smoke. The first thing you the first thing you thought was not that my house is on fire. It was that I smell smoke. Why do I smell smoke? You haven't made reasoning yet. Reason does not happen in the brainstem. Reason finally happens in the cortex. The limit system is also very important because that's where you begin to get emotion and things like that. That's why a lot of us deal with anxiety. But I want to let you know on the other end of anxiety is the cortex. So on the other end of anxiety anxiety is a win. The anxiety can be defeated. The emotion you have about this traumatic feeling or experience, it can be won. It can be changed. It can be helped. So if our brain is already organized to act and feel before we think, that's all I'm going to say. You got to give people grace. You got to give a situation grace. So, so we're back to thinking about our traumatic experiences. So if, if you're a little girl and you're riding on a bike, and I'm not just talking about just being younger because I'm 24 and I still wonder, why am I reacting the way I act? And a main thing for that is because subconsciously and consciously, we, we choose not, 
we literally choose not to deal with certain things, which is not healthy. So if we choose not to deal with certain things, it's still sitting in the brainstem. It's never, ever able to work up to the system of the cortex where our reason is, where our reason is, where we can fix it. Then where we can, I say therapy and counseling is in the cortex. Because once you get there, everything is laid out. You understand everything. Now you just have to put it into the equation so that you can answer it, right? So really, really, really think real deep. Think real deep about that. I'm going to get even more deeper. In the case of sexual abuse, if you've ever been sexually abused, what do you remember? What brings back the trigger of that abuse? The touch, right? So, if you're in a relationship, I'm talking to people who are in relationships. If you're in a relationship, and at the beginning it was hard for the physical affection, it can be reasons because of this. Because of the touch. And, and we don't even have to keep talking about sexual abuse. You can talk about physical abuse, period. Everyone was not raised and grown up like you. So their touch and your sense of touch is totally different. Someone can come touch you on the arm as in saying congratulations. But the victim of the sexual abuse or the physical abuse or the verbal abuse or the emotional abuse, abuse, excuse me, is at, the, is at the brainstem. They have not reached the cortex. It's it's slow acting. It does not go brainstem cortex and you got it. Or it doesn't go straight to cortex and you got it. You always start the brainstem. So this person, of the victim of that abuse, only remembers the feeling that made them feel traumatized. And so as the partner or whatever you're doing they're like why are you acting like that like i'm only trying to love you like or i'm only just telling you this like somebody could have simply said stop and the other person would be like oh my gosh like why are you saying stop to me like that's the most worst thing you could ever say like that's abuse to me like that means you hate me you don't know what stop sounded like as a child you don't know what stop sounded like when they were in that very toxic environment, right? I'm not even just talking about relations. We can talk about a workplace too. Okay, so another example for a child, eye contact. So if someone is looking at a child with eye contact, one child might take it and say that it means to them, oh, I, this person cares for me. But another child, Take it, and all they're hearing is, "No, don't do that." That's that's what eye contact might mean to them. So, in a way, it can be abused. So, just because I'm saying this, don't go and abuse it. But in a way, how we first react and respond to things, we cannot help it. That's how the the brain is orchestrated, literally. So, give them grace because. A lot of times we really cannot help the response at the beginning because we stop. We start at the dumbfounded stage and not just at a child. This is how the brain works 24-7, 24-7 of the day. We start at the brainstem where we have no reasoning. 
no right or, or no right or no wrong yet. So I'm gonna give you another example of in the work that I do. So I work with a lot of patients um, who have seizure disorders, right? Uh, so I'm working with a patient one day and they can, they begin to convulse, but my reading of my machine is not showing seizure activity. It's not showing an event. It's not showing a spike. The spike is just like a regular discharge, um, that can show maybe uh, seizures or the start of it. So it's not showing that the result the result of how they're acting does not accumulate to what the actual result is, right? So in this moment I took the time and I said, let me let me scope out the environment. What? Is something over here triggering them? Right? Because this does not seem like a seizure to me, right? So it's something tr- triggering them. It's something triggering them. So I look around, and then somebody, maybe a family member, I don't know who it was, somebody standing outside of these doors, looking through these glass doors, and I'm noticing these sporadic movements of the body did not start until they seen that person, right? So are you are you here with me? So all what happened first was a trigger of however they felt of the memory. But at this moment they don't know the memory yet. When we start at the brainstem, memory is not, not there. So when you are first introduced to a traumatic situation or the the past of a traumatic situation you can't explain it that's why a lot of times we say i don't know why i feel like that i don't know why i acted like that or why i'm acting like this because all you know is to act of it but you don't know why because we haven't reached the cortex yet so when people act out of the regular and there's no reasoning behind it it's because they haven't passed the brainstem. And that's really, really deep. So I said that to say, as if I'm, when I'm, while I'm with this patient, the trigger. There are triggers, and there are, there are certain triggers that we don't realize we're being triggered by because we don't know the trigger because we're still in the brainstem. I think my camera just cut off. Excuse me. Right. So I'm going to give you another example of the work that I do. So a lot of times you have a lot of TBIs. You have a lot of uh, TIAs. That's more stroke related. But uh, let's, let's talk about a TBI. That's a traumatic brain injury. Some people come into the system having seizures because of an injury they once had before. Years back. So I want you to bring this 
medically to psychologically. They had this car wreck, this blow to the head, whatever it was that was heavy on their brain, that was too heavy on their brain years back. And now here they are reacting to it. Because so many of these things are stored in our brainstem and have not come to surface to the cortex because maybe sometimes we subconsciously or consciously hold it back. But when I say unconsciously, sometimes we're not able to explain, you know, why we feel this way or or why we're acting like this. But again, usually a traumatic brain injury, and a lot of times it's right there then on the spot. You get into a car wreck or something like that, boom, and you got a brain bleed or something like that. But a lot of times you don't get the brain bleed until later. Right? Are you here with me? So when I bring it back to the people world, that was medically. Um, not much of a thing that they could help. But once again, it brings it back to the people where you got to give people grace. Um, yeah, we have all these synapses and things and uh, that, that spark quick in the brain. And, and oh, you're supposed to think quicker than that. No, no, no. You got to give people grace because... It does not start at the cortex. It always works its way up. And you don't usually get it until you get to the cortex. Remember, we're at the brainstem. The cortex is all the way up here. You got to go past the diencephalon, and then you got to go past the limit system. And then here we are where we learn. This is where we learn. Right? So I really want to encourage a lot of y'all right now, kind of off of that. That in everything that you do, you have to work your way up. Things are not just given. And even if something is just given right to you at the moment, it doesn't mean you're equipped for it yet. But sooner or later, you will enter into the winning season of your life. So don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. Don't be fearful. Don't be, you know, self-conscious in yourself. I mean... Make yourself big is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so whatever you're doing, you deserve, you deserve it. You're doing it right. Everything does not happen quick. And everybody's not going to understand how you respond, and it's not for them to understand. Keep going. So, like I said, that is the, the first uh, podcast of... 2024 so y'all stay with me i hope that helped you a little bit i love all of y'all once again every podcast that i do i want to be able to connect and help so i hope i was able to help you today see y'all soon